Well, welcome back, everyone. It's another edition of Two Dudes in One Card. I'm here with John. John, how you doing tonight? Oh, dude, just living the dream, buddy. Hey, it's uh, I wanted to get a little update on how the uh, how the Florida trip go. Oh, smooth sailing all the way through. Anytime you can get out of uh, the snow and cold temps, it's a good time. You know, great golf courses, got to see some gators and uh, a lot of shit talking and a lot of laughs out of the group. So turned out well. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So I know you've uh, you've got five iron again tonight with the boys. And uh, you guys still leading that, right? Oh, yeah. We uh, last week was uh, two man modified alternate shot. So both people got to drive the ball and then we took, you know, who's ever drive we took, then the other guy had to play that in. And we, both teams shot uh, three under, you know, individually. So we had a combined score of six under and we were only leading by one going into last week. And we we're a little leery on if that was going to hold up, but we checked the standings this week and we actually went up the leaderboard, but now we're leading by five. So we're in good shape to, take this thing down dude for the indianapolis location now how many more uh how many total do you guys do i mean how many uh um nights do you have well it's supposed to be 10 total um except our location was is brand new so it was delayed by two weeks so ours was done at a discounted price because we only have eight um like league nights so does that mean the other teams you're up against, do they are do they drop to or how do they how are they gonna figure that out? No. So I was worried about that. We were all kind of worried about that. So I got with the, uh Graham Nelson, who's the director of leagues and events and stuff. And he's like, No, man, like as long as you win your location, then you guys go into like a tournament against the other locations. So, like, the top team from each location will go into a tournament against each other to win this, you know, Dominican Republic golf trip for four four nights, you know, all-inclusive type package, which, wow, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sick, honestly. <laughs> really hoping I can get to scratch golf here in the next two weeks because we only got <laughs> two, I think, two weeks left. Don't know how that's going to happen, but. We got a little, uh, got a little player that's subbing for one of our guys. We lost Jordan. Jordan's about scratch anyway, uh, but we got a good feeling for him. So we'll let you guys know how that goes next week. But I'm feeling good about this. this so is it just, is Jordan just missing one night? Yep, just one night. He had something emergency come up this week that he can't make it. So, uh, you know, thank God we got a a good group of friends and a good following and put the word out there and bam, we got someone locked up same day. Yeah, that is, that is nice to have a, a plethora, if you will, of uh, golfers of a uh, different level. So yeah, that works out pretty good for us. Yeah. I, I threw that out there like, Hey, we needed one. And I, I felt bad. Shout out to Ben, my bad buddy. I didn't, I should have been a little bit more descriptive. Uh, he was, you know, he would be willing to drive down like an hour and 20 minutes. To, I mean, this is how nice the guy is drive down an hour and 20 minutes at eight o'clock to play a two hour league and drive an hour and 20 minutes back home. Um, but you know, we lost Jordan who's a scratch and it's like, 
for us to maintain this lead. We, I know I'm not going to be able to make up the difference, so we need another scratch golfer to sub. Right. So shout out to Ben for, for the willingness and my bad for not being more descriptive in my request. So I, I wanted to, to get you on and us to sit down and talk because we, we've had a lot of stuff happen here in the last few days um, just in the golf world. I mean, I think we really have to touch on the the hottest thing is probably this uh, Nick Dunlop and what he did at the American Express. Um, being a sophomore at Alabama, uh, coming out 29 under, uh, goes up against 20 of the top 50 players in the world as an amateur, uh, remains his amateur status. Obviously, he doesn't get the winning purse that moved down to second place. Um, pretty remarkable, but it, it sparks an interesting debate, uh, in which I've put on the uh, Indiana Golf Group and uh, Nothing But Golf Group on Facebook. And you're getting a lot of varying opinions on NIL. And I thought it would be interesting to see what uh, what your thoughts are on college players receiving you know, the image and likeness money, um, which I consider to be sponsorship money. Um, how do you what's your take on that? The way the USGA is is basically given the, you know, kind of walking a thin line and open this availability because, you know, uh, college football and all these other sports are, are getting money. What's your thoughts on that and amateur status? Well, I don't get into the weeds as much as a lot of people on these pages do. I mean, you know that. Like, I, But I think if one sport does one thing in college, and since they're all kind of governed by the NCAA rules and regulations – they should all act similar, right? So if they're football is able to get NIL, basketball, whatever, they're getting money from you know you got like little. I thought Little Jack was uh or Little John Daly was sponsored by Hooters. Yeah, he's 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 got that. Matter of fact, the Arkansas Razorbacks they have. Um, I want to say I I don't uh, don't anybody hate on me for this, but I think it's. It might be Arkansas X or whatever. They have some new uh, NIL deal that kind of encompasses everything. But, yeah, he still has his Hooters NIL money. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as long as they're able to get NIL and keep their, you know, amateur status, like I don't see a need for them making money on the tour, even if they were to win an event. Right. And I think the – the interesting thing about all of it is, and I agree with you as far as, you know, if one sport's getting it, hell, you got to open it up to everybody. Um, but as far as I know, and I, I guess I could be wrong on this, but golf is is the only sport that has another governing body that dictates uh, amateur status and getting paid and that could be because of the fact that golf has an amateur status you know if you're a baseball player you have triple a you're still getting paid you know you have triple a double yeah. a single a ball um football obviously you, you, there's there's no landing spot in between i mean it's college straight and professional um yeah you're doing arena ball or pro ball right yeah, and i mean nba i mean i know you got the d league but all these things are just um natural you know, natural steps. They don't really have a governing body saying, Hey, you can't make X 
yeah, you know, but yeah, on golf does, um, you know, and a lot of people throw up, you know, Bobby Jones, you know, I'm like, well, that's 1930, you know, like, there wasn't, there wasn't NIL deals. There wasn't people throwing money at these kids. Um, no. I just, I just think it's a real interesting topic and, uh, we'll have, uh, I'll be interviewing Matt McCurry, um, which that podcast will drop. He was a college golfer. Uh, it's a pretty much an exceptional golfer and wanted to get his take on it, you know, cause you got a lot of guys that are out of college that aren't getting that money or didn't get that money. And just, just to see what his insights are and what he thinks about it. And I just wanted to touch base with you on that and see if, you know, you were one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the guys that didn't get any money in college and couldn't even play in, like, you know, if they he'd want to scramble, you know, and they won, like, $600 or whatever was over what the limit that they could win. You know, I bet those guys are probably dis- – I think they're twofold, right? They're probably happy for the kids that are in it now and are able to get some money, like the little John Daly. Like, they're probably happy for that guy because they know what it's like, but they're probably also a little pissed that – they didn't get a chance to make some dough because you know, the schools are making money off it. I don't know how much the schools make off the golf programs. It's not as televised like, uh, you know, football or basketball is, but. Yeah. I, I mean, I, if you're a college kid, you get a couple extra grand a year. That helps big time. I mean, you that steps you up from ramen noodles to maybe a little chef ORD. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. A little ravioli. Um, my thing is that, they do get, and then I mean, it's, it's obviously this talent just doesn't grow on trees and these guys are going to come in and, you know, this Nick, this kid is basically, you know, put himself on the map and anybody that's uh, with him or sponsoring him NIL or whatever, you know, Adidas, um, a lot of people are talking about he's wearing that Adidas hat, but yeah, you know, they're, they're gaining from that. Oh, for sure. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm really not one way or the other. Um, I, I've kind of read through how the USGA has ruled it and it really seems like it's just for the collegiate athletes. So I was trying to dig into that as far as does that mean every YouTube golfer is now a professional golfer? Does that mean they, if they go to a, or they try to qualify or get into the USAM or anything like that. Does that now can make them considered to be professional golfers because they're getting paid? Uh, yeah. The, the rules are so stringent that this one really comes to mind as I was reading is the fact that a college player can put out a video, whether it be YouTube or otherwise through social media explaining how to hit a shot or hit a putt or hit a hit a wedge driver draw fade you know the, anything you can name they can get on there and do that but as soon as somebody else was to be on that video and like they're teaching them that's a no-no they cannot oh, yeah. do that but they can do it one one to none but they can't do it one to one if that makes sense yeah it, it's strange. Like even my buddy, Sam Foley, he's like a teaching pro, right? So like his handicaps is zero. Cause he's pro. Right. You know, I played 50 rounds with him. I don't, 
I might have seen him shoot scratch three times. Right. You know, he he doesn't he shouldn't be he's fifty some years old. He shouldn't be playing from the tips. He doesn't play in the tournaments to try to like win money, but like if he goes somewhere that's like a if I ask him to be my two man partner and they're asking for like legit handicaps, they look him up and it shows him as a scratch. And he's right. gotta play from the tips. Right. And he's a you know, he's a teaching pro. Doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Now the the other hot news that's going around, and I'm sure you've said it or seen it because I uh, I posted it. But this uh, this transgender golfer. Oh yeah, she's hot. What What are your thoughts on that? Obviously, you're gonna you, you probably know my thoughts. My thoughts are, hey, you're a you know, I don't think that men, regardless, and it, it it's not a this isn't a debate on how you yeah. identify or your pronouns. It's it's just a fact that hey, you are a biological male, and you shouldn't be in women's sports. We know there's a difference. Sorry, ladies, there's a difference. You know, and the golfer made the comment that. Well, you know, I, I I only poke it out there, whatever, two fifty on a good day or whatever. Well, that's that's in the average of the longest drive of of women's golf. Now, men's golf, I think their average has jumped up well into the three hundreds, and it 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 makes you say just like that, uh, Leah Thomas or whatever the the transgendered swimmer. It's like. You can't compete in the male game, so it makes it look like you're trying to play in the women's game because you know you can compete. You you know you can play yeah. well. And I don't I mean I'll keep it simple because I posted something on my personal page about this. Like when are we gonna have it? So we'll have male sports. We'll have female sports, and then we'll have they-them sports for they-them and transgender folks. So if you guys want to compete at the college level or pro level, like, here, you guys can have your own league you're playing against, you know, the same like, type of yeah, like situation. For like. like for like, you know? I mean, we have we have a handicapped system. You know what I mean? The Special Olympics, you know. We have all these these things in place. And the other thing I want to bring up, I know you probably saw the comments from John Daly, and now now John Daly is is taking heat over his comments, basically saying, you know, if if I could have put on a skirt and played in the LBAGA, I would have won 100 tournaments. Oh, yeah. You know, he said, that dude's as as feminine as a Ford F-150. Well, I know some Ford owners, and I don't know if that's completely accurate, but if you said Chevy or, or Dodge, I could have probably agreed with them. Um, oh, but the, but the fact is, what if this was about anything else, and I mean anything else, I don't think there would be a storm, you know, and they, uh, you know, I'm going to say that she said that you know, that they, it was getting some discriminatory comments and all that. And I'm like, are, oh, yeah. are we at the point now where criticism because of how you identify is now derogatory? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I mean, it is. It's the world we live in. Like, I think we need to get another division. You got the, you know, you got the males, you got the LPGA, you got the PGA. We're going to have to have the TGA and like with all sports and like college professional and see if it lasts. I mean, look, like my sister was a competitive athlete in college. I don't think she would want to play against. Uh, you know, she got a full ride scholarship, one state in high school. I don't think if she went and played college volleyball and there is some dude there that was, you know, a male and wore whatever those hip huggers are called, the spandex, and could, you know, spike a ball, you know, 40 miles an hour faster than anybody else on that court. Like, I don't think she would think that's fair. I don't know. I'm not going to put words in her mouth, but. I wouldn't want to see that in volleyball. Wouldn't want to see that in wrestling. Yeah, I just i I just find that the whole the whole topic's interesting and what it's doing to the uh, to the sporting world. And, and again, we're not either way. I mean, I it whatever well, you know, whatever world ways, you want to live know. in. Huh? Listen, you never know. I could. This is really making me contemplate. Like, I could have some strategic tournaments this summer. I mean. I can go to Goodwill and get a skirt, and I think I might be able to compete with some of these broads. Oh, yeah. I mean, $50 is $50. You get me on the first place, I'm getting that trophy, dude. I, I'm not bashful. I'll go out there in a skirt. I got nothing hate, to hide. Hate to see it, bud. Hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to bring up, just to toot our horn a little bit, uh, as we had these our discussions the last couple podcasts about the uh, OWGR and, and – what they're going to do and the needs to change. Uh, I don't know if you saw this little tidbit from uh, Adam Scott and a couple other golfers that basically this is, this is a quote from Adam Scott. It says they need to find a good system. Otherwise I fear the world rankings can become irrelevant. Yeah. And I, and I, and, and I, I think that's what we've been talking about. And I don't think it, I mean, I know they're, they're really looking at it harder because of the, uh, of live, but I think we need to, I think that needs to develop with the times, you know, when you, you look at uh, going back to uh, Mr. Dunlap, I mean, he jumped over yeah. 4,000 spots. Yeah. He's up in the top 100 now, isn't he? 60 yeah, he went something from I saw. 41, 65 or something like that. 265th. I think is where he oh, ended wow. up. Uh, jumping up to that's like the largest jump in history i think really since they started well, yeah probably since like mickelson did it back in the day right uh yeah i'd have to look that up i'm not i'm not sure how yeah, I wonder that... what mickelson's world ranking was i didn't even know college got world rankings by playing amateur I, events i questioned that too but if you think about it um i ever i just you know if you think about the masters and you know, they say, oh, he's the number one amateur in the world, or this guy's the number 10. And I, I didn't think about that until once I read that. And then I thought about events I've watched, whether it's the yeah. U.S. Open or whatever, that they that they say that. And, yeah, you know, I guess it's – I guess you and I really don't play any amateur, like, <laughs> events that really mean a shit. Right. Uh, you know, we're not playing any of the, like, hey, let's go play the Indiana Mid-Am or the Indiana Amateur or go down to – you know, any of these other tournaments where you got all these 
guys that are still, you know, putting the time in, putting the, you know, putting the club in the dirt week in and week out and trying to get their game to a certain level. Uh, I mean, I love uh, a couple of the stories years back when, you know, a guy turned 50 and he finally qualified to get in the, you know, like the, the senior PGA. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's I like, it's that. like, it's like, shoot, I, I kind of forgot. Like there's people still trying to play competitive golf and, and get there that, you know, aren't there now. So I, I, I guess it makes sense when you look, look at it holistically. Yeah. And then I, I, I don't, I agree with most people with the whole world ranking things. The fact that people have said, well, if, if it wasn't for live, that this wouldn't have came up and it, it, it is, it's true kind of, um, you know, if you remember back when, whatever it was, uh, it might've been COVID. Um, when Rom won, I think he won three, three, four events in the beginning of the season. And he still wasn't world number one. He barely, he barely moved. And, over the hit, or at least over the past, I would say four or five years, there's been a lot more grumbling from players and how these points are awarded. Uh, where what events that they select that all of a sudden you can jump, um, you know, that oh, well, this is going to get X amount, this is going to get you know, how, how they figure that, and it just all falls back to you know, not to keep harping on it, it falls back to what we said before that. There, there's got to be different metrics they can use because honestly, even when the players, if the players are saying it, you know, there's a problem and there's no, oh, yeah. there, there's no reason that a guy can win three, four times. And the guy that's currently number one in the world that he doesn't surpass him. And the, and he, he had, I don't even, I think it might've been Scheffler. I can't remember who was number one at the time, yeah. but he hadn't played. And you know, here's Rom cranking out wins, and he b- barely fluctuated. And you know, I, I just think something needs to be done. And I'm pretty sure they're going to listen to this podcast and make all the changes that we think they need to make. Yeah, I mean, we've been harping on this one uh, for a couple pods now. Like, guys, get it together. I don't know what's going on. Just figure it out. You know, like Letter Kenny, they always just say, figure it out. You know, figure this yeah. thing out and make it work. Try do some tests and trials and get this thing done in 2024. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate for it to come down to where me and you have to have to write a letter, put our signatures on it, and send it over there. I'm pretty sure they realize if we're talking about it, we've got all these followers and it's just gonna create an an, an internet storm. So they might as well yeah. just get it out of the way or invite us, you know. Have a sit down and we can run through our ideas and they can implement yeah. it. Let, let everybody know that they've talked to us. And I think that'll take, a, that'll take a lot of heat off once they know that we've yeah. been spoken to. I'm pretty sure. If you sure. get some professionals like us in there mediating this thing, we can take both sides' opinions and make them come to agreement, you know? Yeah, I mean. Speaking of some turmoil, the weird thing is, I don't know how Haley Davidson got my number, uh, but she texted me and said, you know, if we put this podcast out and anyone's hating on her can just suck her, you know what? Well, I mean, she, she's, she's a hardcore follower and, you know, I get it. I get it. You know, it's, 
I mean, I don't know who has more uh, power behind the microphones than we do. So if if this doesn't, if this, if if us saying it doesn't get the change rolling, I mean, I I don't Nothing know what will. I don't know what else they want. I mean, I can I can call Tiger and get Tiger involved. I really don't think they want that. I really uh, don't you don't want to bother him right now. No, you know, he's trying to get ready for the season. Um, I just say we'll let, we'll give him six more months. Let's let's give them six more months, Steve. Let them put their best foot forward, see what they come up with, and if push comes to shove, dude, we'll step in. I know. It just it, it. I just you, you hate to see it. You hate to see us have to get involved like that and and really push this thing forward. But I I don't see any other way. And and I'm really tired of. I mean, I'm not tired of it. I, I appreciate the guys on tour giving me a call and saying, hey. I really appreciate what you and John are doing. And, uh, you know, we got these, we got a couple rounds coming up with Roy and Scheffler and they're going to buy us some drinks and, and yuck it up a bit for what we're doing for the game. And I just, I hate to see them have to reach out to us again, again. And it's, step in. I, don't, I, 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 I don't know what else we can do, John. I think you're right. Six months. If that doesn't do it. I mean, I think we just make the call and get Jay sat down and get the guys from uh, the World Golf Rankings, get everybody sit down, and and we'll just have to hash it out and work this out. I mean, we, I mean, we've got a solid plan in place. I think if they just follow our little troubleshooting tree, uh, I think we'll be good. Well, I mean, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, talk about people not recognizing who we are. When I went down there to Florida, down to Naples, Bonita Springs, and Fort Myers. But, you know, we played all private courses because what else would I do, you know? Right. Not not out there playing common courses. They didn't have my name on one of the cards. And wow. I about lost it. Wow. I mean, you know, I'm you guys invite me to these places. You don't have, you know, an Epson printer in the back that can print out a name tag that says Mr. Lawford. Two dudes, one cart. When I roll up, that's 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 a shame. I'm gonna have to uh, get, I'm gonna have to send out some uh, nasty gram emails and uh, try to get that rectified because. Uh, oh yeah, it, yeah. I asked Anthony Rose. You know, I was like, dude, just give me the name of all the director of golf at all three courses we played. You know, I'm gonna make this sure that never happens again. Yeah, if I've I, gone through it. Other people have. Yeah, and I mean they're going to knock down in ratings on golf now if we start to uh, we start saying anything. And I, you know, I'm I'm glad we're really not calling them out by name. I think that's uh, a really professional. Uh, they know who they are. They did yep, you a little get a bit chance of to redeem it. Yeah. I'll give them six months to correct it too. You know, we're giving the world ranking six months. I'll give these courses six months. If not, you guys are going to go on blast. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't like know. Haley. Haley Davidson, you got beef with me? We'll figure it out. You know, come up, come to Som in Indianapolis. I'll meet you at Som Golf Course. We'll go play 18. You give me like eight strokes aside and a handy at the end. I think we'll figure some stuff out here. Now that might that might solve a lot of problems. We really need to get her on the pod and let her speak her piece. Yeah. Yeah, just let it all out. Let it all hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, something's got to be done. So, 
Well, John, I wanted to I thank you for for jumping on, man. I I really uh I think we're uh we're heading in the right direction. We're uh we're gaining some ground. Um, obviously, we're I don't I don't know why we're not the number one podcast yet. I've uh, I've been on uh talks with iTunes and figure out what's wrong with their algorithm. Um, but we'll get that we'll get that straightened out over the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, you know, if we get everybody to like, subscribe, follow, comment, you know. I don't even think we need to say it. Bang all the normal stuff you would do for everybody else. All our boys out there, give us a hand, get us, give us a boost. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're really going to kick it in overdrive this summer. I know yeah. everybody knows that the people that know us know what we're going to do and what we're about. And uh, I think we're going to keep growing this thing. And I want to wish you guys the best of luck tonight. And, uh, you know, just keep putting that yeah. lead on a man. Just keep, keep yeah. the hammer down. That's it, baby. Like, you know, you drive for the show, put for the dough, and clap for others. You know, build people up. You know, we, Steve and I always clap for everybody else. We're always clapping for Tyler and his business, Recovery Electric. You know, we're clapping for Rose and his one-off UPS business that he's got. I still don't think it's legit, but, you know, we're clapping for you guys. You know, hit that like, subscribe button. Give yeah, we got, our, we got our boys over at uh, Loyalty, Loyalty Construction doing their thing. Um. We, we, you know what? I, I want to tell everybody if you have got electrical needs, roofing construction needs, uh, HVAC, along, I mean, John, it, let them in a little bit on what it is you do, what you're doing part time. Because, I mean, obviously, golf and this, this podcast and what we're doing is pretty much our full time gig, and we're yeah. both just kind of working part time to you know, just get a little extra money in our pockets, but let them know what you do. Cause we've, we've got a lot of people out there that, that may need your services and heck, why yeah. not go ahead and pitch it out on the biggest platform, you know, pretty much in the U S right now. Well, what I think we do is we sit down with all of our sponsors companies that we have locally and we have an episode, we bring all, all of our, all of our boys in, you know, let them know what we do outside of golf. Um, and throw it out there. I don't want to give too much information away just because I got some big projects on the line right now. I don't want to bring the company into it yet. Okay. Um, but let's, uh, let's get a podcast, bring loyalty in. We'll bring, you know, recovery electric. We'll bring whatever that, uh, USPS knockoff shipping company Rose has got makes them like 10 bucks a month. We'll just get them all in here and, you know, share our services. I, I think that's great. I want everybody to know that we will be having Mr. Tyler McGenzie on here uh, in a few short weeks. Uh, we're going to go over our uh, five iron event for the Riley McGenzie uh, Golf Memorial Foundation. Um, we've got some great raffle prizes. Uh, I'm not going to list them off right now. If you would just go to our Facebook page, I've got them pinned up there. Uh, we're going to be, uh, announcing the cost of the raffle tickets that'll be posted on the online before uh it actually gets out on our podcast but i want everybody to really be looking out for that and uh you know hopefully we'll when we have tyler on we'll uh we'll have a good time uh discussing riley and oh, yeah. uh, remembering and celebrating riley because this is going to be a continual thing for me and john and tyler uh, from here on out, um, John, you got anything to close us out, bud? No, just, uh, you know, if you can 
shoot us a text, email, you know, hit us up on social media. You got feedback for us. Let us know. The foundation, the prizes are awesome. Um, they're posted on some of them. There's more that are coming in. So if you want some raffle tickets, can't show up, just ping us a message. You know, we'll get you some because um, you don't want to miss out on some of, some of these prizes. All right, John. I really appreciate it, man. Good luck tonight, and I will uh, talk to you later. All right, brother, man. Till next time.